Tony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here. Today's date is September 29th, 2021, and this is another Canadian Common Sense Rant. On a programming note, uh, Lewis and I will try to get a full episode out for you this coming weekend. If we can, both of us have had some conflicting schedules lately, but we will try to get you a full episode as soon as possible. All right, so what is on my mind today? Well, as Lewis and I get over the Seinfeld election that nobody really wanted, that helped the Liberals gain all of two extra seats at the expense of $612 million, that's right, $306 million per seat that they gained by holding this election. Congratulations, Mr. Trudeau. You have heard me say several times that the House of Commons in Ottawa is the place where 338 of the dumbest possible Canadians gather to tell the rest of us how to live our lives. Now, I can't get completely unglued on those 338 imbeciles because... A lot of people who are smarter and more capable chose not to run. So really we were sort of voting for the best of the worst by electing these morons into office. The biggest imbecile of all of those 338 MPs that have now been sent to Ottawa, most of whom were re-elected former candidates, by the way, which is often the case, but the biggest imbecile of all would be the MP for Papineau in Montreal. That would be the, and I use the air fingers quotes, right honorable Justin Pierre Trudeau, who is now once again the Prime Minister of Canada. Well, congratulations, Mr. Trudeau. I guess can't call it much of a win when you actually lowered your overall share of the popular vote. Yet still, because of Toronto, managed to gain more seats than the Conservative Party who polled higher than you in the overall popular vote. Again, for the second election in a row. But what are we going to do? Well, what are we going to do? We are going to watch this government get absolutely nothing accomplished. We're going to watch this government get very few of the very few ideas that they campaigned upon done. And what the one I'm going to talk about today is their promise on affordable housing. Boy, that was a hot issue in this election. Okay, not really, but there were no hot issues in this election. So every party had plans to build half a million, 1 million, 1.4 million affordable homes across Canada in varying timelines. I don't even remember what the, the Liberals' promise was, and it doesn't matter because they're not going to meet it. Just like the 2 billion trees that the Trudeau government promised to plant in the 2015 election. Do you know how many trees they have planted since 2015, almost six years ago to the day? When they made that promise, the big donut, baby, 
zero. The Trudeau government has planted zero trees of the two billion that they promised. You know who has planted well over a million trees? In fact, I think it's even higher than that. That would be the fine folks in the, in the energy sector. That's right, because when they reclaim an oil lease or they lay a pipeline, not that there's been much of that lately, they tend to plant trees on the reclaimed land and make the land look pretty darn pristine. But again, I digress. We're going to talk about affordable housing. And of course, the Liberals have a way of being absolutely and completely backwards to what broader Canadian society actually needs. We have said on this show, ad nauseum, the government just needs to get out of the way because anything the government tries to do, they suck at it. They absolutely suck at it. And if the government thinks that they are going to be in charge of building affordable housing for Canadians, they are absolutely out of their minds. And they know that. They have absolutely no intention to build any affordable housing because the bureaucrats who actually run the government understand that you have to get cooperation from municipalities for zoning to allow for you know, lower cost housing and rental housing, multifamily housing, whatever you want to label you want to affix to it. And of course, the province has to set building codes and then the feds can get involved and, and start throwing money around. None of that is going to happen. And how when I say the Liberals went in reverse, well, they talked about during the election a home equity tax. Okay, they didn't talk about that during the election, but they've been talking about it for years. They are going to sneak that in at some point in time to, well, to disincentivize Canadians to sell any homes. Why would you want to sell your home if you're going to get taxed on the capital gain from selling said home? Well, that chokes off supply in the market somewhat, thereby creating more demand for housing. Well, that's kind of a backwards way to go at it, isn't it, Justin Trudeau? Well, how about then we talk about a tax on flipping homes? And, well, newly elected MP for Vancouver Granville, and that would be Talib Nur Mohammed, knows a lot about that because he has flipped 21 homes. Of course, he didn't want to talk about that during the election campaign. And really, it's too bad because he would be the one liberal that, in a way, is actually creating more housing. You know, people who flip houses often will take houses that are somewhat derelict, or at least are they, they, they fix her up or the starter homes and they fix them up. They make them look nice and new. They put in some new floors, some new fixtures. They make the house marketable and they sell it. And Mr. Nur Muhammad has done that 21 times. So Mr. Nur Muhammad himself actually created 21 new homes to put up on the real estate market. Now, that doesn't mean they were affordable homes. In fact, likely quite the opposite because people don't flip homes for nothing. But anyway, I guess he avoided the tax because there is no tax on such a thing yet. But at 21 houses that Mr. Nur Muhammad has put on the market, well, that's that's more than his, his new uh, 
partners in the Liberal government have put into the market, or will put into the market, for that matter. Because Justin Trudeau, in all his wisdom, also campaigned on a moratorium on foreign ownership of homes. Okay, so foreign buyers cannot buy Canadian housing properties for, I believe it is a period of two years, if the, the, the promise actually turns into legislation. And I don't believe that it will. So the one-third of condominiums in Vancouver that currently sit empty will remain that way. And Mr. Trudeau also said it's time to end blind bidding. I don't even know how you would police such a thing because a lot of virtual tours exist now. Realtors sell a lot of properties, especially the last year through COVID, without ever meeting the buyers in person. So now Mr. Trudeau, who says we need to cower in fear over COVID, we need to be fully vaccinated, we need to wear masks and run and hide and work from home, now wants buyers to show up at houses in person, I guess, so that there's no, quote, blind bidding going on. Again, that's not really doing a lot to create affordable housing. But you know what will create affordable housing? Getting the government the hell out of the way. And as I talked about in a previous rant, getting the tax man the hell out of the way because one third of the cost of the average cost of a house in Canada is taxes. So start dropping taxes. Most importantly, let's start cutting red tape and let's unleash the power of the private sector to start building affordable houses. And if government wants to foot the bill, well, I guess that's up to them, but let the private sector do what the private sector does best and let it create jobs, let it create homes, let it finance those homes, and let's just get this project going. But of course, the biggest stumbling block, as always in Canada, is government. And there's always too much government. There are too many inspectors. There are too many bureaucrats. Actually, probably not too many inspectors. I take that back. But there are way too many bureaucrats involved. And of course, they always have to add a little bit of value to whatever they touch each step along the way, which is why there's one third of the cost of a home that strictly goes to government. So let's cut red tape. Let's get government out of the way. And maybe we could actually get some houses built. <laughs> Wait, what am I talking about? We're in Canada. So let's just have this discussion again at the next election and still do absolutely nothing to solve the problem. Oh, Canada.